This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to The Bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network. Hey, everybody, it's Adam the Bull, and it's game day reaction time. Oh, man, the Browns. Find a way to beat the 49ers. Unbelievable. It really is. It is amazing to me that the Browns found a way to win this game. The final score, it was ugly in the mud and the muck and the rain and the wind and everything. Clouds. But the Browns pull it out 19-17. to 17, Stunning everybody with some incredible defense and, let's face it, some incredible luck. We'll talk about it all, plus what happened with the other AFC North teams that played today, the Bengals and the Ravens. We'll talk about that as well. But we're going to spend most of this recapping a wild Browns win that gets them back over 500. This is the Bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. You're in the Bullpen with Adam the Bull. Man, oh man. When we led up to this game this week, and we heard that Deshaun Watson wasn't going to play. And we heard that Joel Batonio wasn't going to play. It seemed like a foregone conclusion that the Niners would win this game. The Niners had been the best team in football coming in. And they had looked nearly perfect. We, we it, was, it was really impossible to find a flaw in this Niner team heading into this game. When the game started, you thought the Browns had no chance going into this. None whatsoever. The spread opened at, I think, two and a half or three and a half, and it went to 10, but then for some reason it went slightly down to nine and a half. And then the game starts. The, the Niners marched the ball right down the field, and uh, uh, Brock Purdy hits Christian McCaffrey for a touchdown. They're up seven to nothing, and at that point you're thinking, well, come on. I mean, the, the Browns don't have a real shot to win this game, right? You think it's over. Why wouldn't you think it's over? The Niners have been the best team. The Browns are starting a guy who hasn't played a game all year. They have virtually no weapons on the offensive side of the ball. But the Browns' defense settled down and overall played pretty well after that. But the Niners did have a good drive that ended towards the middle of the the second quarter with a 25-yard Jake Moody field goal after both teams missed field goals between the Niners' touchdown and the Moody uh, first field goal at 7.54 in the second quarter. 10 to nothing, under eight minutes to go in the first half. It felt like the Browns were not going to score in this game. And then the game changed. And the Browns would outscore the Niners the rest of the way, 19 to 7. It all started with a, with a quick drive that got going. The Browns got the ball after a, a, they tried to return it from the end zone, got in bad field position. And so... With seven halfway through the second quarter, the Browns are down ten nothing, and they're starting a drive with a backup quarterback who seemed to be struggling, 
hadn't been very efficient, and they're starting at their own 17-yard line. But five quick plays, five quick plays in that drive led to the Browns' first touchdown of the game. The biggest play was a second and 10 at the Browns' 17-yard line where P.J. Walker found a wide-open Amari Cooper after the defensive back had fallen down for 58 yards, catch and run. And this gave the Browns a chance. Chance, And from that moment on, they played a hell of a game. They really did. The offense played as well as you could possibly have expected. Now, listen, the offense didn't do a ton, but they did enough backed by their defense, and they made some big plays. But on that drive, three plays later, um, Kareem Hunt on a direct snap to Harrison Bryant hands the ball off to Kareem Hunt. The Niners were actually seemed confused defensively and Kareem Hunt takes the ball into the end zone for a touchdown to make it 10 to seven Niners get ball. Both teams punted. There you go. You start the second half. The Browns got the ball first. They had a, you know, a, a drive where they went 50 yards. Uh, they had a couple opportunities. There was a, um, so, and the Browns really, they, they shot themselves in the foot a couple of times. They missed a field goal earlier. There was a penalty that called back a what should have been a David Njoku touchdown as Jed Wills, for some reason, was running down the field. Wyatt Teller got called for a holding uh, in the game that led to the Browns being behind the sticks, which led to a turnover. And, and that just, well, actually, the Jedrick Wills going downfield led to the turnover. The Wyatt Teller hold was on the Njoku play. I reversed those. The Wyatt Teller hold was on the Njoku touchdown that called that back, and the hold was unnecessary. It was so far out of the play. And then the Jed Wills going five yards downfield, uh, which eventually led to being the Browns behind the sticks, which eventually led to a turnover, which eventually led to the Niners finally doing something in the fourth quarter when they scored the touchdown to go up 17-13. And once again, at that point, after the turnover, I remember I was texting in in a chat group with the guys from the TV show with Jay and Jason and Mikey and Earl and G. Bush and Tyvis and the guys. And when they threw that interception and the Niners scored a play later, you're like, there you go. The Browns always find a way to screw this up. They're down 17-13. And at this point, you're in the fourth quarter and... And you're like, well, the Browns got to score a touchdown. The odds of them scoring a touchdown, they've already scored one. What are the odds of them scoring another touchdown? You thought they had to score a touchdown, except they didn't. They had a long drive, 14 plays, 43 yards. Going into that drive, we, you know, we're all talking, you know, this is four down territory, four down territory. They went for it on fourth down. It was the right play with the ball at the, I think it was at the um, Niners, maybe 40-yard line. And they got it. They got the benefit on that. Uh, well, not well. That's later. We'll get back to that. So then it's fourth and like twenty-five, and of course they kicked the field goal, which was the smart move. If it was fourth and ten, fourth and eight, maybe even fourth and twelve, you go for it. Fortunately, they kicked it, and now you only needed a field goal. But there wasn't that much time left. You're down seventeen, sixteen. There wasn't a crazy amount of time left. Only about four minutes. But the Browns, three and out for the for the 49ers. They force them to punt. They only run 25 seconds off the clock. Browns get the ball back. 
And this is the drive that gave them a lead they would not relinquish. First and 10 with, at the 26, 2.56 to go. They had blown a penalty. The only mistake I thought Stefanski made all day, wasting the penalty when they were trying to draw them off sides. You should have just taken the five-yard penalty the first time, not call the timeout, and then take the penalty. That was a mistake. However, first down, incomplete pass. Bad throw to Elijah Moore by P.J. Walker. Second down, incomplete pass. Deep to Elijah uh, Elijah Moore. Uh, P.J. Walker made two straight bad passes, but then something crazy happened. Before I tell you about that, get extra value this football season with Bet Rivers Squares. Win up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same-game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. The most controversial play of the Browns and Niners happened next. It was third and 10 at the Browns' twenty-six. P.J. Walker threw a pass to Elijah Moore. To Sean Gibson, former Brown, hits Elijah Moore hard. Got him with, got him. They, on the broadcast, they're saying he didn't hit him in the head. I thought the elbow got the head. It wasn't helmet to helmet. They called a personal foul for unnecessary roughness. So instead of fourth and 10 at their own 26, it was a first down for the Browns at the 41. Jerome Ford had a big run to get it into Niner territory. And then on first and 10 at the Niner 45, trying to get in the field goal range, not far off at this point, P.J. Walker throws to Amari Cooper, holding penalty. They were saying on the broadcast they thought it was a bad call. I thought it was a borderline call, but those calls happen all the time. I, I had no problem with that call. They get a first down, first and 10 at the 40. Jerome Ford, four yards, and then Jerome Ford, who grinded it out in this game, 22 yards to the Niner 14. They have a first and, and 10 at the 14. Two minutes to go. They run it on first down, force the Niners to use their first timeout. Then second down. I know a lot of fans are going to scream and yell, why is Stefanski throwing the ball on second down? I got no problem with them throwing the ball. You're trying to win the game. You don't want to settle for a field goal because the Niners have time. They could go down and, and win it. If you kick a field goal, they only need a field goal to win it. If you get a touchdown, well, now they need a touchdown and a two-point conversion just to tie. You basically put the game away with a touchdown. But P.J. Walker almost got picked off. It would have been a total disaster. Fortunately, the ball got knocked down. It was a bad throw by P.J. Walker. In that case, if there's nothing open, he's got to slide, force the Niners to use the timeout. It was a mistake. They ran on third down. They got two yards. The Niners called the second timeout with 143 to go. Uh, Hopkins would missed one earlier. Only a second miss of the year knocks through the 29-yard field goal. But there's still a minute 40 to go. Browns are up 19-17. Niners get the ball. They get a big penalty called against the Browns. It was third and 10 at the Niner 25, and Martin Emerson was called for pass interference on Jawan Jennings. It was the right call. It was a fair call, but it got the Niners going. After that, they, mo they moved it down the field, eventually kicking a field goal, attempting a field goal, after their final timeout for the third and seven at the Browns 23. Uh, Jake Moody, their kicker, had been great all year, hadn't missed, but he missed earlier in the game. This was a 41-yard field goal. Watching, you know, getting ready to see the kick, you thought it was going to be good, but those Cleveland ghosts finally came through. I don't believe in ghosts, but the weather finally paid off in the Browns' favor. The wind, the rain, the, the, the stadium, the noise, all of it. Moody, wide right, no good. And the Browns take a knee, and they win the game. 
It wasn't a pretty game by any means. But this was a game that the Browns going in had no business winning. You're without your starting court. Now, obviously, injuries for the Niners factored in as they lost McCaffrey and Debo Samuel in the game. But they made Brock Purdy, who had been nearly perfect in two years as a starting quarterback, well, parts of two years as a starting quarterback, look absolutely awful. He was terrible in this game after the first drive. He made some good throws on the final drive to get them in field goal range. Uh, I'm sure there'll be some criticism of, of the defense not making a big play necessarily on that last drive. But overall, a good team effort. Uh, they did just enough. P.J. Walker didn't play a particularly great game, but he made enough throws here and there. The Browns ran the ball a lot, 34 times. They had 160 yards. I thought both Kareem Hunt and Jerome Ford played very well. Jerome Ford was sensational. That big 22-yard run to set it up as an easy field goal. He was 17 of 84, Hunt 12 of 47. So those two combined 29 for 131. That's over four yards a carry between them, about four and a half yards per carry between them. P.J. Walker, 18 of 34, 192, no touchdowns, two picks. Neither was a good throw. He made a couple of bad throws. The guy is not a very good quarterback, but he commanded the huddle as a leader and made some good throws. The numbers don't look great for him, but if you watch the game, he certainly was way better than Dorian Thompson-Robinson was last week against a better team. And uh, Amari Cooper made uh, an incredible catch on the one play, made a nice catch and run on another. They didn't get much in the passing game besides that. David Njoku took a nice screen pass for a touchdown. As we talked about, it got wiped away. But in the end, a great, yes, great win for the Browns because you beat a team that you were a 10-point underdog to. The Niners had far and away been the best team all year, and you held them to 17 points. And seven of those 17, the, the only seven they scored in the second half, were gifted by the bad P.J. Walker pick. That's it. Their offense did very little in the second half. It was an incredible performance. And the Browns, who have often found a way to lose these games, and it looked like it would happen yet again, this time they found a way to win. And the Browns joined the rest of, and they needed to win this game. Because the Steelers are already ahead of them. The Ravens are ahead of them. The Ravens won in England, or, uh, yes, in, in London earlier today. They beat the, the Titans 24-16. The Bengals pulled one out to get to 500, beating Seattle at home. They won a sloppy, low-scoring game, too, 17-13. This division, uh, even though none of the teams have looked great overall so far this year, this division is still very tough. And it is, I believe, the only division, yes, the only division in the NFL where all four teams are 500 or better. The Ravens are four and two off their win. The Steelers are three and two. They got to buy this week. The Browns are three and two and the Bengals are three and three. This one is going to come down to the wire. But the Browns in five games are giving up. They've given up 77 points. And that's with Virtually no offense in all but one game, uh, the game against Tennessee. Despite that handicap, they have only allowed 77 points in five games. Nobody is allowed. Uh, sorry, Tampa Bay has allowed only 68 points, but they've only played four games. They're, I was coming into today. They're playing right now. And Baker got picked early. Now, he might end up having a great game, and the game just started. But uh, he got picked early, so I was happy about that. All right. 
Great win by the Browns. I'll be back on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show on Monday, of course. I'll be back with another podcast. We'll dive into the details even more than we did today on the uh, in the bullpen with Adam the Bull tomorrow. So much to get to. We'll look at all the other games as well. But a great, exciting win. And now, hopefully, you get Deshaun Watson back soon. The defense, to me, 100% legit. The Browns have the best defense in the NFL. I don't think there's any debate. The Niners had been the only argument, uh, and they they were better. Flat out. The Niners were getting to play against a backup quarterback. Uh, uh, not even a good one. The Browns had to play against a guy who had been playing great, and the Niners' offense after that first drive was toothless. Unbelievable performance. Great win by the Browns. Now they get to get Deshaun Watson and this offense cooking. They showed they had a running game today. They showed they had the defense. The kicker missed a field goal, but overall he did well. Punter did his job. It was a really good game overall. Offense did just enough, and I say that with knowing that the you can't you could not have expected the offense to, to, to do any more than they did. 19 points, more than you could have expected. I did not think there was any way the Browns were scoring 19 points. They did. They won. There's zero to complain about. Zero, in my opinion. I'm sure you'll disagree. Thanks to Brian. Thanks to Max for producing, as always, today. I'll talk to you tomorrow again. we got so much more to get to. You've been listening to this reaction, instant reaction to this great Browns win. In the bullpen with Adam the Bull, brought to you by Bet Rivers. I'll see you tomorrow. Thanks for listening to the bullpen with Adam the Bull on the Bet Rivers Network.